I am joined today with a Australian boy <laughs> named Zane. What do you know about my sign? So I'm an Aquarius. You're very giving and like all that type of stuff. However, the one thing that I'm like astounded by your kind. <laughs> I don't know why you're here today, but you're here with tarot cards. Okay. And then with your left hand, I guess, just cut the deck. There's someone keeping tabs on you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not in a creepy way. So this person is like watching you like on socials. Do you know what I mean? Like you're on their radar, but they're not on your radar. Where are you? Let's go. So I mean there's gonna be an opportunity arising. Yeah. That is really gonna catapult the success of yours. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. And the energy attached to it is interesting because yes, it's gonna be super amazing, right? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I think like you know you'd be stupid not to do it. But it's a lot of caution because What is up, guys? Welcome back to the X Podcast. Before I start this episode, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. I am also on Snapchat, so if you don't have time to watch the full episode, I do put eight-minute videos out for you guys to watch the best scenes, so be sure to follow me there as well. I am joined today with a Australian <laughs> boy named Zane. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I don't know why you're here today, but you're here with tarot cards. <laughs> I am here. We're ready. <laughs> this is far from our usual, but we'll so, do it. Wait, before we get into yeah. that, we met through a friend. Yes. And it's so funny. We're like recently friends. Yes. And I put on my story <laughs> looking for someone to do tarot reading. And yeah. you're like, I do it. And I'm like, oh my God, what are the odds? Literally last night. It was like, literally last night, and here we are today. Yeah, I was at the ski slopes, and I was like, I'll do it. And you're like, tomorrow? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. And here we are. We uh, did not call each other before we matched our outfits. So No, this was not coordinated. This was not coordinated. This is, um, just How British you, in sync. Yeah. How are you liking Montreal? I like it. Yeah? It's very different to back home. I mean, the snow is foreign, but yeah, it's nice. It's like I genuinely enjoy it, and people keep telling me summer's obviously better. So, <laughs> so you're I, like, I'm waiting on that. Yeah, because it's like seasonal depression doesn't really hit me because I've I'm only been here for like one winter season. Yeah, you're not like all of us who's just like, we can't see snow anymore. We're depressed. Exactly. Like, our vacations only happen when we get the fuck out of here. Exactly. People run away from here. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I get it. The sun not being here, like barely showing face is very different. And it has like an effect on your mood, honestly. Yeah. Like even when it's winter and there's a bit of sun, we're all in a better mood. A hundred percent. Like, like it's when just... the sun's out, it's like still minus seven, minus eight. You're like, what do I do with my life? Um. So you lived in Australia your whole life? Yeah. And what brought you here? A job offer. Okay. Yeah. You're like then... pending, but... Stop! <laughs> I should say we're in between jobs. Right, stop. I'm kidding. We'll take no, that out. We'll no, you can keep it on. It's like, okay. <laughs> pending. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, are you? But um, I guess I'm treating it like a holiday. Let's just say going with the flow. Right. Yeah. And I feel like when you have no choice, you figure it out. So yeah, it was either that or I go back home, and I'm not really ready to go back to Oz. Like, right. I know it's always going to be there, you know. But it's like I feel like if I was to come, I well, it's only been like two months. Like yeah. if I cut it short and go back. 
No, you're going to always it. like think Look, what if. Yeah, like did I give it my all? Yeah. Um it's extremely like different like you know like, I'm used to being like a workaholic like having mm-hmm. like two three jobs on the go like I yeah. just like that kind of and a routine and stuff like that. For sure. So being in between jobs for such a long period of time is like so. You feel like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, and... disheveled. I feel. I genuinely feel like I have routines. I made routine like with everything yeah. else, but then like when it comes to my work life, which I've never had an issue with. Yeah. Now it's like it just it's just. For sure, but I think it's all about like adapting, and you're gonna figure it all out. Yeah. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be fine. Go yeah. with the flow. Whatever's meant to be will be. Like. But the... we know if you leave, it's because you didn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> if he goes back. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, no, if I leave, you know, yeah, that's literally it. If you see me post and I'm in Australia, you're like, oh, this boy did not make it. Montreal got the best of it. And if you don't make it in Montreal, it's like. But I don't speak French, so it's like, I right. can't just get like a casual job, right? Like, for sure. I've been a barista for like eight, nine years on the side as one of the side jobs in Australia, but like, I can't just get a job as a barista here because my French is like not even frenching like there's right. no there's no french to french and like what are you applying to now um still research positions okay and but there's some canadian like yeah. companies that like yeah they work with the states and stuff and exactly they don't... so i have a lead on a couple okay but it was like they don't really advertise it's so weird because like people thought sorry people think that like when you become like a uh, a research doctor or a doctor in any way um, especially in such a because I studied such a niche mm-hmm. topic right you do a PhD well I did my PhD in such a specific disease and specific part of it whatever and when you go to the job market after you have such like a unique set of skills but it doesn't apply to most jobs right you're adaptable like you can you can translate those skills to other things right but it's like also you can't apply, I can't apply for mm-hmm. every research job out there because it's just I'm completely new to that. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you're always going to be jumping into something you haven't really done before. Mm-hmm. It's more so like who's willing to take you on and just kind of like, okay, let you show learn. you the rope. Exactly. But it'll be fine. Like it's just and the job offers are not that frequent in these in my field. Like it's not something you're gonna go on and be like, start tomorrow, like there's right, and process. is there any way you can practice a little bit more or go back to school and do like a little... Yeah, I've thought about it, but I did nine years. So I oh. think I could go back and become... So I can... I lecture medicine, like I teach medicine, but I can't like practice it. Yeah. And to practice it, I would have to go back and do four more years of right studying quote-unquote medicine. Right. And then it would be nice after, like, don't get me wrong, like the pay would jump like... A lot and you know being like a double doctor as they call it is cool but mm-hmm. I can't really look uh, I'll be like encroaching like 30s and I just don't see myself just like continuing being school. a student for like 13 14 years of my life right it's a bit enough's enough you know yeah what are some um things you say in Australia that I'd be like what the fuck does that mean yeah there's a lot Tell me if okay. you. I watched Love Island, so I'm like very. I, I haven't even watched that Love Island. What? Well, yeah, because like I've watched, I've watched snippets of other ones, but anything in Australia, I don't really watch. Like I don't know, I just like the act, like the, my own accent. I am like ugh, like any Hollywood movie. I kind of get I'm, that though. Like anything that's done here, which is not much, I'm like, why would I watch this? Right. I'm like, I'll just stick to Hollywood and stuff. But yeah. I mean, there's so many. I guess like. I'm, the more I've, the more I'm staying here, the more I realize a lot of my like slang is not is different. Like, like as easily as saying like 
if someone says to me like um we're making plans i'm making plans with you right and you ask me like i'll pick you up at seven i can just say ease or easy and then easy I'll, means like perfect easy means yeah all good sounds good right but it's like what is easy like I, i'm like what do you mean like it's the situation is easy right right but uh, i feel like even if i wouldn't know it i would understand yeah depending. those ones are not bad and then but then like really like um reckon i think is something i use a lot like do you reckon and they're like what do you mean what's reckon like, do you agree do you, yeah do you think like what do you reckon what, what do, do you think, think? those type of things um other ones like there's some really like out there ones which if you really live in the cbd or like anywhere like highly densely populated you won't really hear but there are, are like australian slangs yeah. like you'd get some like from older i really want to go to australia you should oh my god like, where do you think i would like the most sydney you do an east coast okay um like the standard standard thing to do first time in australia like two weeks you do like sydney melbourne Melbourne's my favorite city. Really? Yeah, yeah. Why? Melbourne's like, it is like Montreal, but an Australian version. Okay. Like, what I mean by that is like, the food scene is insane. The arts, and like, you know, if you like, like fashion, there is the best, in my okay. opinion, compared to the other cities. Um, think about it this way. I've been to Toronto, and I've been to Montreal, and Toronto is Sydney, and Montreal is Melbourne. Oh, okay. So just depends what your vibe is you know okay. what i mean sydney has some characters of course but it's like when you go as a tourist there's not much like you can do most of the touristy things in like two three days like it's not okay. and like the annoying thing about the sydney city is like getting around is it's not as smooth as melbourne like the way it's laid out is different gotcha. if you want to go out in sydney it's really like you have to uber from the restaurant to Wherever you're yeah, like the bar or the club, right? Everything is further away. Yeah, Melbourne, it is further away, but everything you can find it around each other. So if you want to go to, let's say, a suburb is like Carlton, right? You go to Carlton, you can go to a, have a nice like Italian meal there, and then you can go to a, a bar or a club nearby Carlton. So it's, it okay. makes more sense. Like if we're tw in your 20s, early 30s. <laughs> so if you ever go, just let me know. Yeah, for and sure. Give you like a, well, I think how I would do it is if I go back to Dubai, I would go from, whoops, I would go from Dubai to Sydney. It's, to Sydney, yes. It'd be what, like 13 hours from there? Yeah, 10? that's the best way to do it. And then you go like so. Then, but but Sydney's like in between Melbourne and the Gold Coast. So if you really want like good, nice beaches, chill vibes, you know, experience that surfers kind of like yeah. lifestyle. You'd do you wanna, surf? No, I've never surfed. Never surfed. I've got a really bad like sense of balance. <laughs> like, but like, what was your thoughts? Because I know you went skiing the other day for the first time. <laughs> Let's just say. Uh, it wasn't Let's much just say skiing. I'm not good in balance with surfing. And Let's skiing. just say I was falling even when I was walking down <laughs> the slopes without the skis on. Like, it was a wreck. Like I, it was super fun. Um, let's just say I need to learn. <laughs> it actually gets scary because like as soon as I pick up speed and I think I have. You know, I'm not the best skier, so. Yeah, but I feel like I'm horrid. <laughs> like all I all, all my, I hear is like pizza, pizza. I'm like fuck the pizza at this point. <laughs> And like the hill felt like it went on forever. Like I was, what an hour. It took like an over an hour to get down one <laughs> slope. I would not want to be with you actually. No, please. <laughs> I almost like, for some reason, I, I, w I always ended up on the edge. <laughs> Maybe it's like an innate thing. Like my Maybe. subconscious telling me just go. Yeah. But yeah. I guess. Okay, wait. So how did you get into tarot readings? Always been into like spiritual things okay I love that. not so much and no judgment to the crystal girls but like i'm not like i'm not one to like charge my crystals and stuff um 
do you but have crystals no though? i don't no 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 i genuinely like i like love star signs because I, I find it fun and then like tarot reading is like cool i've done it like i've started end of 2021 like was learning through youtube and then i've done a few tarot readings with like psychics and then w what started off off sorry as like doing it with friends mm -hmm. and then they'd always call me back and be like what you said came true and i was like that's weird and then like i've done it for friends of friends and mm -hmm. which i've known nothing about right and then they've contacted me after and be like that's weird how did you know that or like in the moment i had this weird not weird but it was kind of like intense um time where i visited canada last year in february okay. actually this time last year i was in montreal and i was in ottawa real quick to see a friend okay and then her friend we all went to a bar and then her friend i just met then and then we she's like do you have any tarot card readings and i was like yeah they're in my bag because i just put them in my tote bag and I'm like, right. whip them out <laughs> <laughs> you're just that guy uh, yeah, yeah. how many drinks in are you Stop. in let's go no but when someone like uh, yeah that's for sure story. i think it's also like an energy thing you know it when is. someone is like i want the reading and like you I could agree. tell when the vibe is just yeah but it's like sometimes you pick up like sometimes when i do a reading or like any tarot reader i mean yeah that would do one it's like you would do a spread and then sometimes not super clear on the message right you'd have to like clarify right. sometimes, sometimes it's so clear like crystal so that's, clear that's what i have a hard time with so i was in um i was in new york yeah like a couple months ago and i did a reading at um uh what is it raul's anyways mm -hmm. whatever it's just like a steak frit place and you grab a martini you go upstairs yeah. while you go to the bathroom there's yeah. like a girl who's like reading cards on the way to the bathroom on the way to the bathroom love that and there was things that i was like yeah that makes sense but i'm like she's going too fast and i'm like okay wait like i need clarification yeah. she, she didn't let you record it or anything no no That's... phones allowed everything off what so you just gotta memorize everything kind of that yeah. sucks but did anything stick did well anything thank god true? i'm recording this one oh, so you can just go back to it but like he's a fraud <laughs> <laughs> go back to Australia, oh, you stop joke. Stop, ship me back. <laughs> I might go without you even saying it. <laughs> well, we all know that. Stop. Now it's like public knowledge. God. Oh, my God. Um, um, but besides the cards, like, do you, like, do you kind of read people without the cards? Yeah, I would. I mean. Okay, uh, wait, what sign are you? Can you guess? Um, I love this game so much. I really know your size. I can't guess yours, but like. Um, I, I want to say either a Libra <laughs> or an Aries. No. No, <laughs> I'm so bad with other people's signs. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I only care about my sign. Well, she said it here, folks. Um, <laughs> You're um, not a Sagittarius. No, I'm not a Sag. No, um, Libra. I've never been. Called, I'm a Pisces. So okay. like, which makes total sense, I guess. Cliche, like spirituality and Namaste. Right. Um, but like reading people, I like my intu like intuition. Your intuition. I, I think is top notch. And like S growing up, I never used to listen to it, but now like, because I used to always like meet people and just like for some reason not like vibe with them. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. weird. And like I would tell my friends, I'm like, be be careful for that person. And they're like, why? And then give it like a month, weeks, maybe a year, and then the true nature comes out. And I'm like, I told you, like these, right. and because I would like to say because of this, like, I, like my intuition and how strong it is. Like, I have not had any like f 
40 friendships wow. in like over 10 years. Like anyone that I've attracted in my circle has been a genuine human. You're able to to read them. Just for three As bullshit. the friends are a bit like, hey, what do you know about me? Like, you know Stop. what I mean? Yeah, Your yeah, friends yeah. are a little bit freaked out. They're like, hey, I'm like, great at giving advice. But do, do they know what it? the fuck I'm thinking right now? Because that's the scariest thing in the world. If somebody like could kind of read your thoughts. I was thinking like all my life, right? I was like, if you would have one superpower, what would it be? Um, probably to to be able to like travel teleportation teleportation oh, like back, back in time back in time or I can't go back in time you know what they did to my kind <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You go, or girl. maybe just like be able to like if I, I want to be in Australia a, tomorrow I don't have to do the fucking no, you 27 hour flight you want to go back and wear a corset and like <laughs> <laughs> I want to just be able to choose where I want to be for the how day how cool could you imagine like all you need is to grab a photo of a destination okay what just, are we watching what's that movie called is it, a movie? Is it Skip Hollywood can't hit me up I feel Literally. like I just made you look at it and you just teleport there that would be sick um, I feel like the one about reading minds. That would be mine. That's what you would want to know. Yeah, because I've changed throughout my life. Like I don't know if you ever watched X Men. I wanted to be like Storm and like control the weather and like roll my eyes back. Oh be my dramatic. god! I was like, mm, nah, that's, that's fun, but not really like the best. Then I was like, what about being invisible? Already being invisible, um, and then teleportation was like up there. But then reading minds. Think about it. You can be like a millionaire. Like you would, but not read. Think there's a caveat. You have to be careful. Not. You can turn it on and off. You can't. Okay, well. Imagine just walking around and you're just hearing everyone's thoughts. Non-stop. I think sometimes not knowing people's thoughts are a good thing. Yeah, that's why you can turn it on and off. Right, but how do you turn it on and off when you know you have such close accessibility to it? I think you're going to get addicted to just being like, True. I need to know. Right. I think there's beauty in the unknown. Oh, that's so poetic. You know? Wow. And sometimes, like, I don't know, your intuition, all these things kind of lead you up to kind of knowing. Yeah, I think you know? you, what you're playing on is the whole like, what will be, will be, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I had do a you believe that I like do. your path is like chosen or do you think that you play a factor in? I think like that's like fate and everything, right? I yeah. think like meeting different, like there is like, you can control, well, yeah. Yes and no. Let's just say that because let's say meeting someone or being at a place, I feel like that that could be destined or faded. Do you know what I mean? Like you coming across like meeting a soul, like a human, right? Right. Friendship or not friendship doesn't have to always be romantic. But I feel like how fast it takes for you to get there is based on your own free will, right? Like okay. no, I, I believe no matter what you do, you're going to end up in the same place. But how fast you get there, what you do to get there dictates the path that it takes to get there right interesting like for example i want to i want uh, like i got offered a job here last february mm-hmm. yeah and then i they said for me to start in august so i finished my phd in june and i was like cool like perfect i finished one thing i want to get on a flight and come here and then i came here end of december and the job hasn't even like started started and it's like mid-february right but in this time between august and december of which i didn't come the job fell through three times. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So by the third time, I was honestly over it. I was like, fuck Montreal. Like, this is just not for me, yeah. you know? So I was like, cool. And then I started applying in Europe. And I was like, okay, Netherlands, like Switzerland, like place like that. And then as soon as I started applying elsewhere, I got the email saying, we want you in Montreal. So I was like, okay, like I've taken decisions to go elsewhere mm-hmm. but then i've ended up back on the path that i was meant to right and now that i'm here 
and the job hasn't happened, but so many other beautiful things have happened in mm -hmm. just two months. I believe like that job offer was meant to get me to Montreal right. for what's to come. Right. So my, yeah, so the fate was, the job was just to get me here. And now mm -hmm. that I'm here and I really want to give it a shot, I'm like open to so many possibilities. Right. Oh. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I, that's what I think. But you know, you have to be like open-minded. I feel like if you're negative and you're like, well, this job's not gonna come through. Like, why am I here yeah. still? Then you're like closed off to like new opportunities. I think for it's sure. like what you attract, right? Like the energy you put out is what you're gonna bring in. Yeah. So, I guess. Okay. So, um, <laughs> what do you know about my sign? So I'm an Aquarius. Yeah. What do you know about? Or do you? I don't know how this no, works. I do you want to like read? We can, do the tarot reading can, first. You, uh, you want me to talk about your sign? Yes, talk about my sign. My experience with an Aquarius, I've got lots. Like my mom's an Aquarius, my sister's an Aquarius, my brother's an Aquarius. You guys are just people. Like, <laughs> no, I think the one word that describes you guys is individuals. <laughs> no, like in the best way possible. Like I have not met one, like two Aquarius the same. Like I'm not saying every person's the same, don't get me wrong. But like if I was to meet like, um, let's say a Capricorn, and then I meet another Capricorn, I can tell they're a Capricorn because they're both very like career driven and they're very into like security and money and stability and status right try and get a capricorn to show feelings is like have fun um <laughs> but that's common between them i find that with aquarius i can't always guess an aquarius is an aquarius does that make sense okay. like i would be like it's because you come as so different to the rest you guys think so out of the box yeah that's true that it's like it's super fun to get to know one because you don't know what you're getting Right. You know? Aquarius are like the people who like they I don't know what the like the dogma or like the thoughts about like Aquarius being heartless or it's generally they're so sweet. I mean you can tell me because you're an Aquarius, but like, if you actually like <laughs> We're so sweet. No, no, if you genuinely care for someone, like romantically, you're very romantic and you're very giving and like all that type of stuff. However, the one thing that I'm like astounded by your kind <laughs> is that once you're like over someone, like you genuinely like we don't even have it in they're us. Like, they like died. Not even <laughs> just died. It's like who are you? That type of thing. Like I'm not like that. Like it's so scary. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> What'd like you say? No, it's actually the most accurate thing. We will entertain something, we'll be around, like if it's something we like could think of, could be good for us or whatever. But the second we come to our realization yeah. that like this isn't for us, yeah. it's done. Like that so book done. is closed. We don't go backwards. Yeah, but that's what I was like, because like my kind, like me, I do move on. Like it happens, right? But it's like I'm such a sentimental person that like I'm just like a typical like in my feelings type of thing in the sense that like let's say if I get something that rem reminds me of a said person I would feel nostalgic like I there would be emotions associated with it but I'm like I'm not gonna go back but I get very sentimental and nostalgic and I find with like I, my crazy friends like even my family members like when they give me advice about love and stuff <laughs> like it's so brutal it's like it's like cutthroat no literally it's <laughs> like what are you doing cut them off and I'm like yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't. <laughs> no, I think we are so loving and so caring and we're like, we have the biggest hearts. But I think it's really hard for us to see, especially with love or if like someone comes to us and asks us for an opinion yeah. about a guy or whatever. Like if we're turned off by like a situation exactly. or like we, we can already feel like that this isn't it. 
We're gonna tell you honestly. Yeah, you guys are very honest people. Very honest. Very honest. Um, but we can't uh, no. Like if we if we feel a certain way, we're gonna but be it, like, sorry, babe. Like this is what it yeah. is. And, and it's like, like super good. Like it's great to be that way. But like you can tell how it can also come across oh, as like sure. savage, especially when you're trying to build a relationship. Because I feel like with you guys is that if there is a whiff of something that you're not a fan of, yeah, it's so easy for you guys because you're so like good at it just to cut off and walk away right yeah and it's like that's in reality like it's not always good it's just, well that's not how life's gonna work right yeah. like not everyone's gonna tick all the boxes or not everyone's gonna be sitting there like going to always you know always be the best version of themselves mm -hmm. right and i think like more like when i talk to my craziest friends i'm like maybe just like don't be as like like me but like <laughs> don't give like so many chances or whatever but like be like more open, receptive. Be more receptive to how someone, you know, they might be pretty shit one day, which yeah. is true. I think the most important thing is you know like, what's weird. We're so open-minded with like everything else, yeah. but when it comes to love, we're like a bit like in, stuck in our ways. Do, do you think it's more like a defense mechanism? Maybe because it's like I'm just not about you. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you're not gonna come into my space and disrupt my peace like this. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Because yeah, no, I in like but once you have an Aquarius and they're like genuinely like like a mature one that's not gonna like <laughs> screw you over and like ghost you because Aquarius is love, you know. They don't owe you an explanation. That's what oh, Aquarius no, we loves do to do. No. I don't owe you an explanation. And so they're just like and you know, it depends, like you don't really owe anyone an explanation, right? No, it's so crazy and I was talking to a guy once and he was very like I think we're just, it takes us a while to like really open up. Like we'll like you, but we won't fully show it right away. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy once who just like cut me off because he just felt like I was kind of like surface level Stop. or like I wasn't like opening yeah. up enough or like I wasn't, I was kind of just being my more surface level in message because I was like, no, like he's gonna chase me, you know? Like I'm not gonna be fully myself. Yeah. And then sometimes it gets you in trouble because you're like, okay, well, they're not seeing all of you because you have yeah. like this like tough character where you're like, Truth. you're not gonna disrupt my peace. Yeah, so, like yeah. you're gonna have to work harder. And then yeah. it's like it turns off guys too. Yeah. But then again, like don't you think like goes back to our other point, like what's meant to be will be. Like if someone 100%. really wants you, like they're gonna chase. Oh, that's my motto. Like if a guy wants to, he will. So like yeah. if you're questioning it, it's because it's... he doesn't. And that's honestly the truth. But it's not just an Aquarius thing. You know, you're saying how like the whole like takes a while to get like, your slow burns yes. it's not just you it's like a gemini sure. and libra that's why sometimes when i hear uh, signs and people are talking about how you know their horoscope is saying this you know yeah. i'm like well isn't there just a little bit of everyone in each sign so when you hear it you're like oh that could be me yeah. you know that's what tricks yeah. me a bit in believing it but i, I believe in it because i see my sign and i meet people who are my sign and i'm like hey it's, it makes sense right makes sense but like i like i didn't get too much into it because like you can like there's like you can so many planets and it gets like weird yeah. weird in the sense that i just don't have the time to like right. be like i'm not an astrologist <laughs> but like um i like there's only four that I really care for. It's like your sun, right? Which is essentially like you're an Aquarius, I'm a Pisces. So the sun means like your essence, like your being, right? Mm -hmm. And which is not the full story. Like I think moon is like super important to me. Like your moon sign is like how you, your inner self, like how you actually respond to emotion. Like your emotional reaction to thing is based on your moon sign. So you can be an Aquarius and, you know, be that, well, mm -hmm. describe, but you can be an Aquarius like that and they will always be an individual, right? 
unique. Right. But then they can have, let's say, a water, water moon sign. And then they're actually very sensitive. See, like, I don't know all of that. I think See, what do you know your chart? I don't know my chart. Oh my god, we need to figure it out. I don't know my chart. Yeah, no, we got to figure it out. I just know that I'm born on January 22nd. Do you, that's know, it. Do, do you know the time of your birth and stuff? Uh, you can find it. You can find mm, out. Yeah, I could find out. Yeah, that's so fun. Because yeah. then once you do that, you want to look at your sun, moon. The moon is your emotional self. Yeah. And then your rising is actually what people see. So when someone tries to guess your star sign, they might say something. Maybe that's because you're rising. It's like a mask. Mm. It's like, what do you show the world? Like, I'm like a Pisces sun, Pisces moon. So yeah, super sensitive, whatever. But like my rising is a Leo. So like people, I'm like super social at first, at least. So like, it's more like Leo, like, you know, like mm -hmm. very like, I don't know, whatever Leo is. Um, and then the last one I'd like to look into is like a Venus sign. Like that's love. Like knowing someone's Venus sign tells you how they are in love. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's so and important. And how do you find that out? So once you do like, it's on Google, just be like birth chart calculator. Okay, okay. And then you just type your name, you know, like date of birth. Time of birth is important. If you don't have it, that's okay. But you no, won't get all the information. Okay. And then it spits out like the whole chart. Wow. And I, I just read those four, like sun, moon, rising and stuff like that. And then like Venus sign is cool. Cause like sometimes, the, you know, like in relationships that hasn't worked and I find out like, I like to like, that's what, it's, for, it's fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh, it's because you're this Venus. Right. Like, but what are you on a date going and what time were you born? No, I would never. Say, could you you're like, I would never on the first date. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like a few days later. <laughs> a few days later. No, it's like, when are you born? Ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> I need to know. So you said 6.20 a.m.? Was that p.m. or a.m.? It's going to fuck up shit. <laughs> it does. What city you're born in? Stop. Um, but no, it's just fun. I genuinely find yeah. it fun. Like, I, I would never be like, you're a cancer. Ew. Yeah. Like, have you? I was gonna ask you if you've ever met someone and you like didn't like their sign because you just felt like it wasn't compatible with yours. So you were like, I'm not even gonna get to know this person. Be honest. No. But no? I will tell you like the signs that I've never attracted on a romantic level. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've attracted like a lot of the same signs. Like, I had a Capricorn spell. It's like six of them think fuck that's done no thanks it's like drawing getting emotion out of a capricorn is like pulling teeth and now you're dealing with a gemini yeah holy shit you're gonna be pulling more than teeth i find it it's more like it's better than like a capricorn okay. capricorn is a bit too much yeah um and i've never attracted a libra like i have libra friends really i heard that that's my best match yeah because you're like an air sign so like other air signs usually is very easy so what water and air goes better no so like water would go well with earth water water, water. oh i love your accent um so like water is like pisces cancer and scorpio and they would go well with like capricorn taurus and virgo um usually right you can get along with anyone. Um, air signs go well with fire signs or okay. air signs. So, like, you'd go well with, like, a Leo and Aries or a Sagittarius. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, usually there's, like, sister signs, they call them. So each sign has a complete opposite sign. Like, your opposite sign would be a fire sign. I'm not sure what yours is for an Aquarius, but, like, mine opposite is a Virgo. Okay. Virgos, which is very different people, like, I respect them, super fun, but they're, like, super, like... What do you call it? Everything has to be thought through and method, like methodical and Oof. like, and to me, I hate like, like let's just skip corners. Like if we yeah. can work smart, not harder. They're right, like, right, right. They're like, no, like, where are we at? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, let's I feel just, that. Let's just chill. 
But yeah. it could be very fun. But Libras, in terms of like my experience in life, and like Libras are great as friends, but like Libras in relationships, I mean, not talking about everyone, but they're yeah. like the most flirt. They always they're just natural flirts. Good luck getting a Libra to settle. They're just like very indecisive people. I have a hard time with indecisive. Uh indecisive people because i feel like i make decisions really quick okay i make decisions so quick very spontaneous Stop. but like for me i don't think about things too much in my head i'm like it either works or doesn't and if it doesn't i still learn so i'm still ahead oh i like that but like some people will be like i don't know what decision and then in the end you don't make a decision or either way you're not going to be happy because you were so indecisive about it have you ever traveled with these type of people like this, yeah, I was just on a trip with someone who's indecisive. Yeah, it's one of those situations. It's so exhausting, and it's like, but it's like take it, take it even into a, a context. Because you don't further. need to be a bitch, but you're just like, do that. Mm. That's fine. Just yes. Do you know what it comes across to me as? Which is not entirely true, but to me, it's like, do you have a backbone? Like, is there a spine? I know. Like, especially I, I've had, I've been in situations where like a Libra person in a workplace, for example, never takes a side. I mean, like, it's always, like, neutral ground. I want to know which, this side, like, I understand both sides. No, fuck off. Sometimes, At some point, you're like, there's right and there's wrong. What, what is it? What do you think? Like, that's what gets me. It's like, yeah. what do you think? Like, do you not have an opinion? Right. Like, I hate people that don't have an opinion. Like, that's bullshit to me. It's like, For everyone sure. has an opinion. For sure. Like, you can have an extreme one, sure. But, like, you're telling me you're sitting there like, no, I get both sides. It's like, to me, you're a spineless and I get the whole like being able to see two sides and like two plus two is four and three plus one is also four. Like I get that yeah. whole idea of being able to see different sides, but at the end, everyone still in their mind has. And let's be real. It's like, like everyone has an opinion. We're yeah. all humans. So the fact that you're not voicing it to me is like fake, 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 literally beyond like it depends. Like they're very nice people. Like it being right. but in certain situations, situations, it's better not to. Exactly. But, but there is situations where you genuinely have to make a choice. And it's like, it gets to a point. It's like, I'm the type of person where it's like, you do whatever you want, believe in whatever you want, be what you want, as long as you're not affecting like my peace, life, my peace, yeah. my life, or like anything about me, right? Like, you live your life, I live my life. But then in social settings, when you're like in friendships or anything like that, and then their way of life is like, they're not open to even like being receptive to how their friends might feel let's say like i like you know like you said that you're spontaneous right mm -hmm. as a friend even if you're like indecisive you'd want to be like okay well you're spontaneous maybe i should just make a decision yeah right but no, that's, they, what, that's, they, what good, that's what you should do yeah right but normally they just put it on you and then even when you tell them it's still like yeah but it's like how fuck are you, you know? sure oh that's are a you, that's it's exhausting. like listen it's exhausting i could not I'll be like, I know. Thank you. Not again. I know. I read this thing about why Aquarius are so um, like driven. She was saying something like, "We don't like to take authority from other people," which mm. is why we'll normally like not like to work for anyone yeah. or like really hustle on our own because yeah. we just don't like the idea of feeling like we have to listen to someone. Yes. Like we rather have our our own. Yeah. Good luck having an Aquarius work a nine to five. Like, it's tough. I've struggled with that in the past. Yeah. That it, was, it wasn't for me. I just, Nor I realized that, like, more than just, like, having the lifestyle of being able to do what I want and the freedom, it was more just the idea of not being able to have to listen to someone. Oh, 100%. Like, okay, fair. Like, above me. It's like, so for you, it's more like that, right? It's like someone dictating you. I don't like that. I don't like people telling me what to do. And then I realized, as I look back at the jobs I had, 
I still had that character where I was like, that's you're crazy. not going to tell me like See, what to so, do that's kind so of interesting, thing. Because I've never thought of it that way. Because like, I can't do a nine to five, right? Even though I'm going to be doing one. But you know what I mean? Like, right. For me, I flourish more when I have like autonomy. Like I can, like I work at my own pace, right? Yeah. But for me, it's not, the issue is not someone telling me what to do. The issue with me is that putting me in a box, like saying I have to clock in at nine and clock out at five. Yeah. And forcing me to do work and sit on a desk when there's no work to be done. Like I would be less productive than me coming at seven and leaving at one or two. Right. I just love freedom. Like the more you try and put me like any like, in any aspects of my life. You want to just like yeah, revenge. I'm like a fish, I guess, if you're talking about the star signs. Like, yeah. I do not want to be put in a little like bag, like for the girl from Nemo and just shake it up. Sure. And like, I mean, like freedom is so important Yeah. to breathe. Because then I feel like you become more productive when you have like room to be like yourself and like actually work your own pace not always yeah you become like a more productive person a hundred percent it's funny when you decide like you're done with something god will always test you and be like but are you really stop done? don't you time. find like you can be like i'm done talking to this stop. guy I, you've officially made the decision to be like i'm done talking to this yeah. guy and then god will be like well hold on let me just test it one more time the fact that you said that is so creepy because the day, two days before I even moved to Montreal, yeah, I have not seen my first, we can say X, in like three years. Yeah. Two years. And like we work in the same city. The city I'm from is super small. So you're bound to run into the same person, right? right? But we just never ran into each other. Tell me why two days before I came here, I turn a corner and boom, in my face. And I'm just like, I literally looked up after and I was like, you can't. I was like, be fucking just- for real. And I was like, ain't no way I'm going back. I was like, I'm, ca- <laughs> I'm not, I'm not canceling this flight. And then, yeah. yeah, this person watched my story and I was like, no, 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 okay, no, wait, no. Wait, what happened when you saw him after? Did you tell him like, oh, I'm going to Montreal? No, because even though like we didn't end on any bad terms and we're very different people. Like, yeah. Um, but you know what I think happened? What? I think sometimes when you finally come to like a self, when you're kind of like, God, like I've, I've, learn to let go of this i'm like finally at a place where like yeah. this isn't bothering me anymore i yeah. don't know if that was the situation for nah, you it's been years before yeah. bo- like i genuinely like wish him the best like, right I, and i think that's why you bumped into him yeah it was more like trip down memory lane yeah and like god's like you know what like Zane, are you sure you want to go to montreal and i was like please get me out yeah like get me out of here but super sweet and like we didn't speak it's just Sometimes let's just say it, immaturity let's just say like it's just like he's in a relationship which for more than two years love that for him it's not like but like we ran into each other like a year and a half two years before and like we were walking like he was walking up in the narrow street and i was walking so like we were literally walking up to each other and i was gonna say like hi like i think you literally like spend so much time with for someone sure I like what we're gonna act like strangers at least now. say hi yeah. i'm not gonna stop and have a conversation but at least nod your head and say hi right, right. i feel like that's like some basic. people are so petty though they're like i'm just gonna look down or look that's on my phone literally put out his phone and just kept walking by me and i was like well now you're dead to me because like that's <laughs> like just you're flanking me like yeah oh, okay but when we actually ran into each other like it was a corner so he was coming in to the, um, the walkway in the mm-hmm. building and i was walking out so there was no real time for us to stop and chat nor was i gonna turn around and tap him on the shoulder yeah like, like excuse like me you flanked me once like fuck you you know what i mean for sure and that was it i was like bye i'm kind of like getting older now and i want to find my person and i feel like yeah a lot of the times now i'm just like okay there's certain people that i like chat with not sleep with but just like chat with and i'm like just entertaining kind yes. of yes yeah yeah of course um and 
now I'm starting to think like that's energy. Yes. And that's me giving signs to the universe that like I'm okay. Like I have this roster. For and sure. Why would I attract my person if I'm here entertaining people that I know I'm not gonna be with? Yeah, I love how so you said that. So now that I'm kind of like wheeling it back and like every person I'm just like cutting out because you know Aquarius, we're good at cutting out. It's good. Um, God is still testing me, not going to lie. It's a sea, like, yeah, 100%. I feel like I'm already closer to my person because I'm like, oh, I know what I want. I know what I deserve. I'm not letting these little things no, no, it's be so good. in the way anymore. 100%. I feel like that's just, that's just a sign of maturity. Like I, yeah. I always knew I was going to leave Adelaide, like which is my birth city and like where I lived in Australia. And because of that sole reason, and the only reason why I stayed is I was doing my PhD, right? So I was like tied there. Yeah. But I did not date anyone. Like I would speak to people, but like I, I refused to be in a relationship with anyone or even go on dates and actually get to know someone on an mm -hmm. intimate level because I knew I wasn't going to be there. I was going to move as soon as I finished my PhD. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't want to hurt anyone for starters. And two, I just knew my person was definitely not from that city. <laughs> Definitely not. I feel that. So, I really feel that. So, um, yeah. So I've, yeah, none of my relationships that I've cared for have been in from my city. Wow. Yeah. Only one really for me. Maya? Um, yeah, me too. I just, I, I don't feel like, I don't know if it's just me feeling like I, I can't grow here anymore and I need to move. That's why I'm thinking of doing Dubai. I, I don't know if I, I think Dubai I would be you. great. Habibi, it's time come for a to change. Um, It'll be an experience. For sure. And you always know you can come back. That's, That's it. what I like, think I'm about like... Australia. I'm like, like we said, if I'm not here next week, you know. <laughs> but I was like, look, instead of doing a year in Dubai, let me go do a month. I'm gonna rent an Airbnb, see how I like it, do it a little Why bit not? differently, like do groceries. Yes. And just like see if I can like live there and then make the decision if I, I want to do a good. year there. I think it's but, very, uh, very plausible. Yeah. And one month flies by. Trust me, it's been like two months and like, how, like yeah. just over two months. But you know idea. what I also realized about like religion and being there? It's that I'm not worried about like, you know how, you know, you'll meet someone like you're Muslim. Okay. Yeah. We both believe in God. Yeah. We have different gods. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait, different gods? We have the same God, I'm sure. Wait, well, wait, what's your religion? I'm Christian. Yeah, it's the same God. Well... I mean, just Jesus is a difference. Right. But there's still a God, right? There's still a God. But Jesus is a God. Right, but I... The I son of God. Sorry, yeah. No, but like, I get you. You 100%. get what I'm trying to say. I was like, in my head, I was like, is she Buddhist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how many gods does this bitch have? I was like, Bitch, Allah. I am God. <laughs> Allah, please. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. Christianity. <gasps> but what I'm realizing is even from like watching other podcasts and listening to, let's say, a Muslim and a Catholic speak, yeah. I'm learning that like, the fear is not talking to someone else with who has a different religion yes, from you. Okay. The fear for me now at this point okay. in my life is somebody who doesn't believe in any kind of God. Oh, an atheist. An atheist, yes. Oh, let's pick this apart. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like when you have a set of rules and values for yeah. yourself, regardless of whether we see things like differently or not, yeah. we still are looking at someone like a higher power and we're still technically respecting someone. I and I feel that. like when you don't have boundaries and there's nobody like you think you're, <laughs> you're God not almost anyone. and like you're not fearing anyone. I love that. That's no, such that's a so scary way of concept. going about life. A concept. Like you almost like think you're God and feel like the weight of the world is just completely yeah. on you. Whereas like I, I completely respect that actually. You know? I agree. Like it's weird because I have so many atheist friends in Australia, yeah. and like they these are my my favorite girlfriends, and mm -hmm. they're atheists. And I'm like I never thought about like 
anything to do with religion because like for me religion and politics is not something i really like to talk about with friends like yeah unless it's like your your political views are hi how are you going then i don't really do that but like when it comes to like your context about like having a it, it's important to me important in a sense like you don't have to be like super religious like i'm not looking for someone that's going to be like going to church every sunday you know, if you're Christian or someone that's in the same religion as me, I don't think that's important to me at all. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like having that. Like, like knowing there's somebody watching over there's you. Something up there's there. somebody like yeah. judging you, not judging you, but like kind of like, you know, it's funny like, how you said that. Cause you said judging you. And then like they, every religion pra pre like preaches <laughs> only God can judge you. Yeah. And then what did the religious people do? <laughs> they judge you. They're the worst ones. Yeah. They literally sit there and like pick apart every single thing. And I'm like, I was like, make it make sense. Like, doesn't your religion, whatever the religion is, I guarantee you it tells you not to judge people. Yeah. But you want to sit here and scrutinize people. And then, you know, some of them are extremists and they go above and beyond to, like, exterminate another person because they don't believe the same shit. A hundred percent. I think what I'm trying to learn this year is trying to control my thoughts. Like, that's yeah. something I really, really want to work on this year because I think sometimes... We can be so hard on ourselves because our thoughts are so dark or like we're thinking the yeah. worst of ourselves. So then we almost like bring that on other people. Like, for example, if I see someone and like I don't like I I look at them first glance and I'm like, oh, that's like an ugly. That's an ugly guy. OK, like I'm just being real. OK, let's say I see someone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Or like the other one. Oh, it's, so my it's my opinion. But Stop. like just really controlling your thoughts because sometimes let's say for example, okay, you meet someone, you're talking to them and you're really you're looking at them and you go, Wow, that's really not a good looking person. You know, your first thought that comes to your mind is is almost like out of your control because you're like Oh my god, I love this. Yes. It's like what you're thinking about, so you can't control it. But like if you can after you say that. Yeah. Control your mind to be like, Alessia, exactly. what you said is not nice. Like, they have a big heart. Yeah. Or, like, you don't know someone. You're judging yeah. them based off, like, a look. Like, they can't control exactly. that. Or, like, you just, like, 100%. think back to, like, why. I think the first thought you think about is not the problem. It's how you think after really, the first thought. There's a lot of neuroscience to this. I don't want to get, like, all that geeky shit. Because I can technically control my no, first thought. No, 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 absolutely. But I can control how I narrate it after. Like, I, everything you just said is perfect it's like it, it's a clear example of higher order thinking right so your brain there is you can you can separate into like a couple of brains so like think about it as your age when you're like a young child or an infant right when something doesn't happen or if they don't they're hungry they cry if they want you know, everything they want to cry they don't have an inner voice or a higher order thinking to be like okay yes i'm emotional yes this upsets me maybe i should not cry they're just gonna cry right right as you age you mature like your prefrontal cortex which is more higher order thinking and stuff like that right females mature it much earlier than men which also goes into the whole that females also are more mature than men right which is scientifically true like you guys you ladies are mature. more more mature no, you're more mature than men. Remember when I said I'm so mature? Yeah, yeah. I'm so <laughs> mature. Stop. I, yeah. First, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's digress for a second. Oh my God. The first time I ever met Lesia <laughs> was via a FaceTime. Um, and, and I was, you know, FaceTiming her best friend. And she comes in, she was a bit drunk, and she was like, listen, 
Guys, <laughs> the thing about me is I kind of have this energy around me. Do you know why? Because I'm so mature. I was like, who is this girl? And we, uh, you're like, what the we were fuck? dying. Oh my and the God. amount of times you said it, you're like, no, I, you're, I'm being serious. I'm just mature. Like, I just don't, I'm just in this part of my life where like. I'm so embarrassing. But it was so funny. Now it's just an ongoing joke. Oh my like, God. Now oh, you're mature. mature. <laughs> Love that. Love that. But yeah, no, you literally, you as you age, you develop like a higher order brain. Yeah. Which is exactly what you said. So like your innate voice that, that responds to anything being seeing someone ugly or if you want to go extreme like do when you you're taught by society and your environment that certain people or ethnicities are bad people right mm-hmm. no one's born for example a racist your environment teaches you that way it's the sad truth Everyone, yeah you're no one's born a racist they're just adapted to become that for sure based on your childhood and your environment and every environment is usually racist to something right mm-hmm. or racist or whatever misogynistic whatever it may be correct the difference is, is when someone that's mature grows up and they're actually mature, they would still have those innate thoughts and then it'd be a lie if someone tells you they don't. For example, seeing something that you've like, uh, let's say a minority of people, I don't pick any in the world, right? And then you've been taught that stay away from these minorities, they're dangerous, correct? Mm-hmm. So you're going to, you're walking by yourself at night. This is more so for females because of course females are prone to more attacks. But let's say you're walking by yourself at night and you see them in a group, Kiki, ha, 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 right? But they're a bit drunk. Your first thought is cross the road and walk on the other side, mm-hmm. right? Or like you go into fight or flight. You're like, I need to stay safe. Right. Turn down the music on your headphones. Do you know when, yeah. you, when you turn it down in the car? You're like, yeah. I need to think better. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I've lost my way. <laughs> but you do that. That's, that's a natural response. But the difference is sometimes if it permits, let's say it's daytime and there's actually other people around you and you're pretty safe, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to cross the road. You don't need to look at them funny. You don't need to make any comments. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's maturity. Because you've got that first innate thought that you were kind of like conditioned. Yeah, instilled in you. But then you've matured as a person to be like, these people have done nothing to me. They haven't come. uh, It's different if they're actually engaging, you know, in in an aggressive way. But they haven't given you any cues for you to become that hostile or... Um, defendant, uh, def- defensive, sorry. Yeah. So that's maturity. And I think also when you start to do that, you start to control like your thoughts. Hundred percent. You start to look at yourself differently. It's 100%. like me if I look at someone who like, I don't know, is like if I'm looking at someone and I'm like, oh wow, like she gained weight, then I'm gonna start looking at myself and being like, oh well, if I'm so hard on that person, I'm gonna be so hard on myself. You know. So I, I think when that, you yeah. control your it's thoughts, so true. and then you. You know, it's all the mental. first, the, it's all mental, and the first thought yeah. is really sometimes out of your control. But it's not the first thought that counts; it's the second. I absolutely, and it's, and it's your response to the thought, right? Like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, let's say you have the thought: someone's ugly, someone's fat. You'd be like, "Sorry, just another meme that came into my head. You're not <laughs> ugly. You're fat. I'm, it was Hannah, Hannah, or something from like. She's like, I'm not. I'm being honest. You're not. I'm not trying to be mean, but you're just fat. Like, Oh my god. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is thinking that is okay, like you said, but it's like actually saying to them, like, Oh, you're ugly. Right. That's just rude. That's just like inconsiderate, right? That's stopping yourself. Like the actual verbal enunciation of you're yeah. ugly, that just shows you that you're just a horrible person. Mm-hmm. You're in a control your tongue. And but I agree with you. It's literally like once you are able to like not master but better control your thoughts. Yeah. Because it's a constant thing. You're never gonna it's not like you're gonna wake up one day and be like, Oh, 
I got this. Yeah. Right? But like like you said, if that's your goal for this year, then it's like by the end of it, you're going to look back at it and be like, if you actively have worked towards it, yeah. you're going to be like, wow, like I see the world differently now mm-hmm. because you're no longer submissive to that initial thought. Yes. Right? Like that's not dictating your moves. Right. It's more that you, so then you'd, you'd still get the cues, but you know you're waiting for that second rational thought to come yeah. through. Like maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do this. A hundred percent. I feel like as long as you're aware of it, that's always the first step. For sure. Once you're aware of something, any toxicity, anything in life, mm-hmm. acceptance or awareness is like the first step. The rest is going to take a while. But <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Thank you. I'll let you know all that dirty goes. <laughs> let me know in the video. By the way, you're still ugly. <laughs> and that was my second thought. <laughs> you, you don't hear the first. <laughs> well, the second one was nicer. <laughs> oh, stop. It's like you're fat and ugly. I should be the fat part. And you're, just, you're just ugly. <laughs> That's I'm not just your honest. color. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's another thing though. Like when people are like, uh, uh, "Oh, she's not mean," or like, "Oh, she's not. She's just honest." I think there's a difference between being honest and, being and also bitch. and being a bitch. Yeah. And also, just because you're honest, I'm I'm a super honest person, but I think sometimes people are not ready for what you have to say. But do you know who those people are? Grow up. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, yeah. how can you be a grown ass person? But they're person? not mature. Like, they're us. not mature. They're not. No, that's literally it, though. Like, <laughs> how can you be a grown ass person walking around paying bills and shit, and you can't handle one feedback? Yeah. Rule number one is um, every time I say rule number one, do you know what comes to my head? What? Nicki Minaj. It's like rule number one to be a boss ass bitch. <laughs> Anyways, no, but honestly, the number one rule is if you are unable to handle constructive any person's opinion. Everyone has opinions, like assholes. Everyone has an opinion, right? Does that mean I want to listen to every asshole fart? Yeah. No. You're just not going to do it. It's just going to be like one of those things where it's like, okay, you have an opinion, but I don't care for you. Like for me, if I don't care for you, I don't give a shit about your opinion. Yeah. Like I'll take it in consideration. Thanks for your opinion. but For sure. And I think the people who get very worked up about somebody giving their opinion is because they're not secure in how they actually feel. Because if you're, if you know, like. Like go do some work. It's like Veronica has told me in the past. Like, if you're if someone goes, your hair is blue, but you know your hair is pink, you're not even gonna. It's not even gonna affect you. Brilliant. You yeah, know exactly. No. But if somebody's like, oh, you're you're two faced. Let's say, okay, somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh, you're two faced. If you know you're not two faced, it's never gonna phase you. But exactly. if there's a part of you that thinks maybe she's uh-huh. right, then you're gonna attack. It's insecurity. So you always attack somebody if they have like an opinion I love that only it's if it's true though only if they're insecure in it 100% and people always project their insecurities everyone has insecurities don't like you know no one can be I like, think I like a, just letting that out like everybody has, has insecurities, insecurities. Like, like I feel better we're already not perfect I mean we're close to it um, I'm joking by the way <laughs> um, but like everyone has insecurities and being I think actually befriending your insecurity I back in the hoo-ha I was like extremely overweight right at 16, you would have recognized, like, I was 106 kilos. Oh, my God, so kilos. I was right about you being fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, that was my first thought. Being <laughs> fat? <laughs> wait, I'm still fat? No, 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 let's, let's break it down. Totally no, no, kidding. No. I'm fucking um, with you. But, like, I was, like, I had really bad, like, body dysmorphia issues, right? I still have insecurities that last from it, right? Like, mm-hmm. my body, cause if you look at a body that was never overweight, right? Mm-hmm. The structure of the body, the body keeps score. Let's just say that. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you have someone that's lost weight, there's always going to be 
if you really want to dissect and you're your 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 harshest critic like you're mm-hmm. gonna always be the worst critic so when i look in the mirror i can pick up on things where like there's still a bit of fat here does that make sense yeah but like if i was to succumb or like be beaten or defeated by that voice in my head that's saying you're still fat no matter how far i've come yeah i'm never gonna beat it because never. i'm never gonna be perfect does that never. make sense yeah and there's no such thing as perfect i think being perfectly imperfect here we go is the way yeah it's honestly the truth though like i value people that own it do you mean like someone that comes up to me like if i'm talking conversation they're like yeah i'm not perfect that's so attractive yeah do you mean like someone that comes to me like acts so perfect is the most insecure person most insecure person oh you just say one thing about them and you watch them crumble also also when somebody acts so perfect the person who's trying to get to know you lacks the ability to connect with you. 100%. I think people connect so much on like, you know, having those yeah. imperfections, you 100%. know, because it it's relatable. It makes us human. 100%. So when you come off like you're perfect. Who wants to be around that? Who wants to be around it's that? It's like, babes, you're not perfect. Exactly. And those people want me just to say that first thought that comes to my mind. Like we can be petty. Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah. someone like acts like that, I feel like those people from my end deserve it. Like, like how can someone be giving me and saying that they're perfect when they're missing a top lip. <laughs> like, be, let's be real. Do you think I'm going to sit here and, and, like, be scolded by someone that's missing a top lip? Smile for me. <laughs> oh, my God. No, let's be real. I did want to get into... So, you're Muslim. Oh, yeah, Muslimity. You're Muslim. You're gay. Yeah. How whoa. is that? You're like, whoa! <laughs> wait, am I... Wait, I'm <laughs> Wait! I'm joking. <laughs> that's a joke for my You're friends. like, my family doesn't know. I always... Well, not all of them. I always... Um, what do you call it? I always joke around with my friends, with my girlfriends. I'm like, but I'm not gay. Like, as a joke. And I say it so seriously. They're like... Do they're miss, like, I don't know. Do we miss a few steps? Like, oh maybe you're gay. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, like, wait, have we been changing in front of this straight guy this <laughs> oh, entire time? I can be time? very straight, by the way. I was in the closet for like 22 years. Correct. Like, if you bring your homie up close to me, I'll do the whole handshake, tap on the back. <laughs> Sub, bro. <laughs> My barber, even in Montreal, thinks I'm straight. Yeah, because you don't give off gay vibes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hi, guys. <laughs> you never see from me. I, I like that, though. Like... That's the thing. I also wait. So, are you open to talking about sex and stuff? Yeah. Or is I, it? Yeah. Yeah. Ask me whatever you'd like. <laughs> You're like, uh, I mean, no, no, no. I have was... you ever hooked up with a girl? Yeah, that's how I started. Okay. I was like, I'm, because I was like, honestly, it was really hard. Like, culturally and religiously, it's not acceptable. Right. So it's like a double, double homicide. <laughs> Do you know that? But like, it's honestly really hard. So like, I struggled a lot, mm. and like, I remember getting the first time with a guy. And we literally just kissed. And when I tell you I, like, dissociated, I didn't know how I got home. Like, I felt so sick to my stomach for even kissing a guy, acting on those emotions that I've, like, really pressed down for so many years. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't get with a guy for an entire year. Like, I was that put off. But then, weirdly, I was, like, dissociating. I was happy as well because I'm like, I'm not gay. Does that make sense? I was like, I didn't like it. And then, with time, like, I go with girls and it's not like... I'm not like, it's very rare, but I still get like, there is a few girls that I've met where I genuinely find them attractive enough that I'm like, they're actually like hot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, they're, like wow. Like, yeah. In that sense. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. but I realized soon enough, you know, skipping ahead of time that I could never have those. I can never build a relationship with a girl. Like, sex is one thing, but building a relationship is another. Like, I really? never, I never felt emotions like that to a girl. And, like, that's when I... 
I got catfished. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> that's the only reason. Hold the phone. No, that's the only reason. I can't believe I'm even speaking about this. That's the only reason why I even came out to my friends. I wasn't even going to come out to my friends. Even though that's something new. You got catfished. I got catfished. I don't know who this catfish is still even to this day. It was in... <laughs> No, you're gonna die. Cause... <laughs> I need to know this story. Okay, okay, in a short sense. Yes. I met this guy on, I think it was like Tinder. <laughs> okay. And then we always kept chatting. It's like November, November 19th. I remember like, I have a really weird memory. It was memory. definitely someone who was like, he's probably gay. Like, let's just make a fake account. No, but no, 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 because I was ugly as fuck back then. So I was like, I was punching, you know, like this guy was a really good looking. And then I was like, cool. So we kept speaking, and then, like, it, one month went by, two months, and I was like, why have you not met yet? The good thing about back in that day, I was so in the closet that I, I did I wanted to take my time before I saw the guy. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't going to be like, let's grab coffee tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be seen out in public with you, that type of stuff. Yeah. So he was in the same boat as me. So he told me that, like, his family doesn't know, his friends don't know. So, we like, we, we bonded over that. Right. So two, three months. Trauma mo- bonding. Yeah, two, three months went by, and we still didn't meet. And then he'd disappear and come back. It was, a, it was a whole shit. Anyways, he ended up just disappearing. Gone. And then he... I was like, I, I only had photos. And I only knew his first name. And his first name was a fucking basic name. And I was like... What was it? Ben. <laughs> Good luck finding a Ben in this, in this world. Yeah. And then I was like, whatever. And then I... Long story short, I tried to find every Ben on Facebook in my city. Oh my god! I was like Ben. I said that for hours. <laughs> no, no. I swear to God. But because of this incident, during it, before like this guy disappeared, I did tell my best friend. Do you know what I mean? Like I started right because this person, no matter how funny this whole thing is, this person made me realize that I am gay. Does that make sense? Like yeah. After that, I genuinely started seeing guys. Before. Sometimes things happen not no, the way we want, Lord but it it brings us to the next Lord step. Lord Jesus. Oh my um, god. Because yeah, I didn't end up finding it. Long story short, my sister ended up. He just, just from his photos, found the guy, but he lived in a different state. She found the guy in the photos. Because <laughs> you found you, you searched through photo instead yeah. of... So she found the guy in behind the photos, which wasn't the guy I was talking to. So then I reached out to the guy, and he's a professional football player. Like, Okay. He, like, just got scouted, like, actual thing. And I was thinking, oh, no one in Australian Football League, which is AFL... It's called in Australia. It's just Australian football. Um, no one's come out as gay yet. So I was like, oh, it makes sense because he got scouted, whatever. I reached out to him and he was like, I don't know what you're on about. But he was super chill. He was like, nah, man, like not me. I have a girlfriend. I was like, cool, no worries, whatever. But I was like, I just want to ask you a question. I have a lot of photos, non-explicit ones, but I have a lot of photos that are not on your f- socials. And he goes, oh, send them to me. So I sent it to him. And then he's like, oh, those are in my friend's private tagged photos. And I was like, your friends that are private? So this person... Is in your group. Is in, like, your circle, buddy. But he didn't care. And I was like, that's weird. That's suspicious. Three months later, he just... um, I reached out to him because I was like, still stalking. (laughs) (laughs) Is it him? So I reached out to him and I was like, hey, how's this season going, you know? And he's like, yeah, all good. But weird because I just told a straight man that I pretty much fell... What I thought back then was love. It wasn't. Right. Like, I fell for you and I'm obsessed with you, but it's not you. It's someone that's catfishing your profile and you were super like okay about it. But why are you having conversation with me? We started talking about coffee. We started talking about weird, right? No straight man's going to do that. Right. Yeah. So then he just followed me on Instagram. The real, the real guy. 
Okay. Anyways, I think we still follow each other, but we never spoke again. That's it. But yeah, that's that was that's what got so me. So wait, you did get catfished or you did I it did. almost? I did. No, I know, but, but that, it's almost like yeah, is this guy in the closet too? <laughs> oh my god, poor girlfriend. No, no I got, learned they're all just, in the fucking closet. <laughs> he just he just got engaged. So bless your soul. Good luck, girl. Um, oh my god. But yeah, that's honestly what everything happens for a reason. And then after that, I saw you know, the guy I told you I ran into. Just two days before coming here. Yeah, your ex. That was three months after I just came out with my friends. So I was emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. He fell in love. I assume no, he did. And then I couldn't give. Like we were exclusive and everything because I'm very monogamous in that sense. Mm-hmm. But like I couldn't really like commit. Yeah. Um, and he I, was a white boy, so. Okay. It's never Got a white work. boy on my roster. Um, but, and okay, so you're. Do you do you ever feel like your God is judging you because you know yeah, wow. you're Muslim and gay? Like, is that wow? You're really that's a good question. No, no, but it's a good question. I love it. That's also something that I think about. Like, I get asked all the time, like, why are you even calling yourself like? For example, I don't eat like I eat halal food, right? Yeah. Like, I tend not to drink that type of stuff. That I stay away from things that I can control. People are like, but you're gay, you're going to hell. In by your religion, like you know, which is I don't blame them for saying that. Like. Why are you stopping yourself from eating this or not drinking? But you're committing the ultimate crime, so and so, right? And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. And I battled that myself, really. Mm-hmm. But it came down to a simple, simple truth, which is something I believe. I don't care what anyone else believes, but it's what I can put my head and sleep restful, like, you know, be at peace with at night. It's like simply, I wasn't born to be, I didn't, oh, that was, I wasn't born, like, I was. Rerun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose to be born gay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I would not have chosen to be born gay. If I'm completely like, I genuinely would not yeah. want this life. Like, what? Who? That's the, I laugh when people say that you, it's a choice because who wants to be? Especially when you come from. Well, culture. you know who's gonna say it's it's a choice? Someone who doesn't understand who's not gay. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's crazy. And I think people lack the ability to understand that like you aren't everybody. Exactly. Lack of empathy. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I personally, I can only speak for myself. I would not have chosen to be gay at all, religiously, culturally. Do you know how easy my life would have been if I didn't, how much I could have saved emotional trauma if I was straight? Right. Like, my, I could be living the best cliche life. Right. And do you feel like you are strict on other parts, like not drinking alcohol, because you feel like you need to make up for that part? Yeah, I used to be very, very strict. Like the halal and stuff, like eating and stuff, I'm always, I've never wavered on that. Alcohol, I've never been drunk. Have I tasted it? Yes, I have. But I've never, ever, ever picked up a glass to be like, I want to get smashed or tipsy. Like, it's honestly as a favoring. Like, if someone pours me like a vodka Red Bull, I'm going to drink the vodka Red Bull, but am I going to be ordering a lot of vodka Red Bulls to get drunk? It's not going to happen. But you know what I find difficult? And this is going to sound maybe ignorant or stupid. But it's like, in the end, isn't it all about like just being a really good person? I think so. So like, do you really think it's like when it's your time to go, God's like, oh well, you know, he was gay, so he's going to hell, or oh, he drank a little too much alcohol, Besides so the camera, because at this point he's it's going like, to hell. Like it's like, truthfully, if you were a good person, yeah, that's what it should be. You're going to heaven. Yeah, like I was, talk- I talked to my like, my mom and stuff, and she's like super chill in that regards, and like. I looked at her, I was like, Mom, like, I have my best friend. I've known her since for like 13 years. Mm-hmm. She's atheist, but she's the sweetest girl ever, right? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't hurt a fly. Super nice. And like, my mom and I, mom is religious much more than me, right? Mm-hmm. And we both believe she's not going to hell just because she doesn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that, that I don't understand. Like, what? So you have, like, if you're 
if you've done nothing wrong in your life and you've actually been a really kind person and you've been empathetic and you haven't heard a fly, you are not going, to, you're not by default not going to heaven if you believe in heaven, but someone that's committed a crime but then reverts or converts to a religion and then says, please God. Does that make sense? Yeah. They, can, is... go to, they can go to heaven yeah. because they've, they acknowledge God. This mm. is going to sound really, really fucked up. Go. But like, uh, I don't know if this is even, I should be saying this, but does hell really even exist? I think, let's ask, you, you said uh, wait, before. I, the reason I say like, this is because I think, I truthfully think in everyone is a good person. Let's let's just bring up like you're a serial killer, okay? You kill people. So you're automatically, technically, like we would see it as you're going to hell, right? Yeah. Well, because obviously, be. because you're killing people. Yeah. But if we look at like what brought them into being a serial killer, was it their upbringing, the family they had? I'm not saying there's like, ex like we Excuse. need to, we, there's excuses yeah, for yeah. it. But I think sometimes people are mentally unwell and they do things that they just don't have either the education, they don't have the the uh, support system like like to answer this yeah do you think every single person born on this planet is a good person um maybe this is my downfall i think everyone has good in them good in them no nah, babes ain't no way there's some rotten fruit for sure there's rotten fruit i, I don't think they're redeemable no for sure there's rotten fruit yeah i just think the like I'm very open-minded in knowing that no one just becomes a rotten fruit. There's things that happen that make them a rotten true, fruit. But so, like, if true, you've been handed different cards and that true, kind of takes a turn on your unfortunately, life... unfortunately, those are the cards. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be like, you know what? Hitler could have been a guy, nice guy, but, like, Hitler's Hitler. They mean, and XYZ is that. And the thing is, though, like, if you're talking about, like, there is something that they can't control. Like, a psychopath is born. A sociopath is made. So psychopath is genetics like it's um the actual brain but wouldn't we say that like god created them that way let's say yeah for I example guess. god created a soul right okay so. so if god created a psychopath and he starts acting that way like i guess like what would you say in that sense god also made the gays so he's clearly at fault yeah <laughs> I mean, fuck okay. them gays. <laughs> Basically, we're just <laughs> the gays. They're trying to just murder Just to clarify, me. though, I'm not saying that these things are no, acceptable. I know. I'm You're just having like an open conversation. Yeah, is, like which... sometimes I'm just like trying to dissect like why people are the way they are and no, 100%. things that happen to them and why they make you know but someone th a bad person and like it doesn't make it acceptable no, and stuff. Absolutely but like, absolutely not. I don't but know. it's it's no. I love. I really appreciate and respect that type of thought process because you're again you're not one dimensional you're kind of being considerate and you want to think outside and broaden your horizon but I think at John, genuinely at the end of the day like we have to learn at least for myself I'm trying to teach myself to take things at face value yeah. I always see beneath like I see someone's potential all the time I'm like you're a great I've dated oh for, we're not dating for potential anymore potential, but there, there was no credentials as Grande <laughs> said but, but you know what I mean like yeah you always can see there's there's good in someone. Not all everyone, but I've you can see in most people there is good in them. Mm -hmm. But is it your job to fish that out of them? No, absolutely not. Go fuck off. That's right. literally the truth. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like you just people have to just learn to take people face value. Yep. Like everyone has a bad day. Don't get me wrong. But like you can have a bad day and not be a cunt. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, I, everyone has bad days. I have had bad days. Do you see me going out and yelling at people or like screaming at my barista because they fucked up? For and sure. Didn't put sugar in my coffee. Like, For sure. It's gonna annoy me because again, you're like very like sensitive. And right. Alert. But you were also born in a family that taught you right from wrong. True. 
So, like, I think it's sometimes very hard to see the other side of it when you have that support system, you have that family base. Yes. You know, just, just yes. food it, for thought. It is true. You're right. Because I, I wasn't blessed with two supportive parents, but I at least had one. Yes. And I can't, I can't begin to understand an individual that didn't have either parent. Yeah. So now I'm very empathetic to that 100%. And I'm also empathetic to the fact that a lot of people come from unfortunate circumstances in the world where they didn't have education mm -hmm. and generally none of the stuff that I was fortunate or privy to have, of course. What I'm trying to say is that there is a, even if you don't have education, there's a basic... Yeah, basic common sense, yeah. common knowledge. Okay, let's get into these card tarot, readings. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've done... Do a tarot reading. Yes, let's do a tarot reading. So it's going to be, do you want like a general one or do you want like a real? You tell me what I want. Let's just do a general one and see what comes up. Like what's coming up in your energy? Okay. Okay. So relax. It's gonna be chill. So the way it works, the way I do it is that I'll just I'll get you to shuffle. Do you know how to shuffle cards? Yeah, I think so. Shuffle them in one I'm direction. I'm so nervous that I'm gonna be like <laughs> like this. No, no. Just like shuffle like however you want. Whenever you feel like stopping, stop, and then place them on the okay. table, and then I'll just tell you what to do. Okay. After. So I just shuffle them this way. Yeah, in whatever way. Just don't mum. Yeah, don't like flip them upside down, and then just tell me whenever you feel like stopping, just stop. I shuffled. Okay. And then with your left hand, I guess, just cut the deck. Okay. Let's begin. Was it supposed to be in half? No, no, anything. Okay. All right. So, okay. So I'm going to move some I'm of so your, nervous. Some of your candy. So my, when I did my last reading at Raul's in New York, she was speaking so fast and I feel like it was kind of just very broad. So I was like, okay, I get what she's saying, mm -hmm. but like what? Yeah, no, and I think the good, the, the good thing about this is that you can ask any questions you want. Okay. So let me just see what we have in general. So here on the top, like these five are like the, the energy coming through. This is on the bottom of the deck. Usually I read it as like what you don't see coming or like what to be aware of. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like an energy that's not, hasn't, sh like it's not, it's in the background, do you okay. know what I mean? But it's also very important. Like, what do you not see coming? Okay. You know what I mean? I haven't done it in, like, a past, present, future. I don't believe in, like, Tara telling you the future. I feel like, again, you can make your future. Right. I also, I hate doing those type of future readings because people walk away being, like, looking for that answer. So they, 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 they change, like cre they create right. that. They create it. Yeah, which I don't think is the appropriate response, right? So what I've done is a general reading of, like, what to note like right now or what could come okay right um okay first thing and foremost is there is the energy itself is not negative at all like there's not a single energy here of someone being shady negativity any loss anything detriment to you actually what i'm seeing is there's a lot of like financial abundance that could come into play if what i'm going to explain to you comes through do you know what I mean like okay. there's a lot of wealth and opportunity okay that is coming towards you but Ooh. it's more how you go about to get there do you know what I mean okay so the high priestess the king of pentacles so the high priestess is the card of intuition right it's a card of like knowing what is going on with like it's like that that inner the gut feeling okay and the king of pentacles is pentacles in tarot represents stability finance etc cups usually represent emotions swords represent 
the mind and thoughts and then um, wands represent action and passion and stuff you have a lot of what you're seeing here is the king of pentacles is like the king of the suit right so it's a very stable figure usually yes it's a king of pentacle means a male but in tarot it doesn't have to be like a sex or a gender right hopefully it is no, yeah it could be <laughs> But, and I'm going to clarify in a second, yeah. what I see here is that there is a six of, yeah, so six of swords, it's like you're walk, you're like on this boat, if you can see, and it's like you're walking, or sorry, you're riding on this boat, which is on a calm water towards the Ten of Pentacles. Ten of Pentacles is one of the best cards in this deck. Really? Or in tarot. Ten of Pentacles is like abundance, not just a financial abundance, it's like safety security do you mm. know what i mean something that i for some reason am picking up from you is something that you've always strived for mm -hmm. it's like you want like intuitively all you've really wanted is to be doing what you love making money like, mm -hmm. and just enjoying it with people that you love and you're like you're in a circle do you know what i mean um, and I see there's a huge potential here. The nine, and the good thing about all of this is that you have the nine of cups coming in. Nine of cups is like a dream come true cup. So nine of cups is like you have nine cups. Each cup represents like an opportunity and you're sitting there and you're just like basking in the glory. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But it's kind of giving you a little like caution that you have so many... I think, tabs? I think you have so many tabs open that there is opportunities in each one but you can't be, you know, a master of all trades. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, no, I think, I'm picking up from what I'm seeing so far before we get into it more, is that you really need to just focus on the one, like pick one or two things that you really want to drive through and just give it like 120%. And it's not an easy road, but there's a lot of opportunities to come. Does that make sense? Yeah. And even though perhaps I'm also getting that you're not really seeing the fruition as of yet do you mean that this, ab this abundance mm -hmm. but it's there it's like you're slowly if you look at this boat it's not like on a high wave it's not like you're you know what i mean it's not a, it's not a fast approaching energy it's a slow burn that's gonna really be rewarding okay if you just stick it out but there's more coming in the king of pentacles again could represent a, an individual but i'll see who this energy is in a second what you don't see coming is interesting so Ace of Pentacles is, again, Pentacles opportunities. Ace represents, like, complete brand new beginning, new opportunities. So an Ace of Pentacles, as you can see here, is essentially, like, someone or an opportunity, like, literally being given to you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. There is going to be something coming up towards you that is, like, too hard, like, you'll be dumb not to take. So I mean, there's going to be an okay. opportunity arising yeah. that is really going to catapult the success of yours. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. And the energy attached to it is interesting because, yes, it's going to be super amazing, right? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I think, like, you know, you'd be stupid not to do it. But it's a lot of caution because you're getting your mind is kind of like playing a trick on you. You're going to be in like um, between two worlds. So two um, swords is you're indecisive about two options speaking of indecisive <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> but like in the, what i mean by this is like you you got then if you look at this girl she's got a blindfold on but like she can easily take out the, like get rid of the swords and take the blindfold off does that make Show sense the camera yeah which one this one i guess yeah. that one yeah okay. and the interesting thing about this is that it goes to show that it's all mental does that make sense mm -hmm. you're gonna be f you're gonna be faced with 
very fast-moving energy out of nowhere. So the Knight of Wands is is it's not the best energy in a sense that like you might have a, like someone kind of come in and out, someone that's kind of um, gonna give you advice okay. or want what's best for you, but they're also fleeting. Does that make sense? Like they're going to be like, yeah, you should do this, and then like let's do this together. For example, example like let's do this together, and then they're just gonna be gone, mm-hmm. right? And then the Hermit is a card of self-isolation, reflection, going within, right? The advice that's coming through with this is that do not let someone else, the fleeting energy, right, affect the main goal of what you have. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So when the opportunity, which I definitely see an opportunity coming up, right, um, is going to present itself and you have people that are going to naturally appear in your life in a new chapter, a new opportunity, do not be, do not let it burden you when people are fleeting. Like people that, you know, you you can get along with them super well, but then they're just sh- not shady. They're not, sh- they're not coming across as shady. Mm-hmm. They're coming across as like super passionate, but they're just they're not going to pull through. You know what sense? Yeah. Like you really have yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's like, that's what you have to keep going. So now I just want to clarify who the King of Pentacles is. By that, I'm just asking to see like, you know what I mean? Is this your energy? Is this someone else? I'm picking up this as someone else. So who's this King of Pentacles? I'm not sure who it is yet. Okay. I'll just get a few more. Is that weird that I don't know who? No, it's completely fine. Oh, that's what I'm trying to clarify. Maybe you can keep this in mind in future. Yeah. Okay. So the King of Pentacles is... Yeah, okay. This, per- this is definitely not you. But the the, um, the card you just asked me about, that's about, like, safety, security. The King of Pentacles? The King of Pentacles. Yeah, King of Pentacles if it is, a, like I said, if it is another person, which is coming across now, it is. Yeah. It's someone that does bring you the safety and stability. Okay. And this person's coming in, like, this person's, um, usually it could be, like, an older figure. Mm-hmm. It's an older man. Older, like, not an immature individual at all. Like, super stable. Like, has, like, financially... Bellissimo, like everything's great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to ever worry about security and stability. This person comes across as not someone that's very emotional. Like they're not very like a sensitive person, but they're just like you can you can always rely on this person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Financial abundance, secure, etc. The person that this this energy is coming through is not someone that has entered your orbit yet. There's someone keeping tabs on you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not in a creepy way. So this person is like watching you like on socials do you know what I mean like you're on their radar but they're not on your radar because i don't know who they are the, yet no they haven't come forward yet they're in the two of pentacles so they're like indecisive not they're not, in, they're not an indecisive person they're not sure exactly how to approach you in this given moment in time does that make sense mm-hmm. but they will like what the cards are saying is that there is going to be an approach coming but it just hasn't happened yet okay okay so, which is exciting. Nothing I've pulled so far is... Where are you? Let's go. Yalla. <laughs> Yalla, Habibi. Come to Dubai. <laughs> Maybe you should go to Dubai and... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So let me just pull out general advice for you. Why does the energy so change when the cards get open? Like, it's so, like... Right. No, in a good way, not it's in a good. bad way. And like I told you, I would tell you, I'm honest, like, if something came up that's, you know, like... Yeah. Not, nothing's negative, but if something coming out that's kind of heavy, I would tell you. So what's the advice for this year? 
See, this card, the, the advice coming out is heavy, like straight, like very, like it's intense this energy. That's coming out right now? Yeah, the advice for you. Yeah, it's. <gasps> this is. This is. Yeah, this is interesting. So I'm not just saying that for like theatrics. So tens in any suit, like swords, whatever, represents endings, or not endings, um, like the climax of, of something. You know what I mean? Okay, ace, two, three. Ten is before it gets to the suits, before it gets to jacks, queens, right? So a ten of swords, it's a pretty morbid looking card. Okay, I'll explain to this in a second. So this is for your advice, right? Ten of swords represents an ending, okay? It's like something that's dead, dead and gone, like something that's completely done, okay? I'll tell you what the advice is, because, but we pull this in the context of what is the advice. So it's not negative in that sense. Okay. Seven, I'm just explaining to you like my thought process before I explain the general thing. Seven of wands is someone that's kind of like king of the hill. Do you see that? Like, you know, everyone's kind of wants to push you off the hill, you're Seven's fighting. always been my number. Yeah, it's it's and it's a center card, which is interesting. Ten of Wands, again, it's a wand. Wands are passion, energy, doing, action based. Mm -hmm. Ten of Wands, you see him very burdened, like he's holding too much. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, what is the advice? The advice is things that are dead and do not serve you, like energies from your past, people, things, previous endeavors, anything that has been concluded mm -hmm. okay needs to be left there and what i mean by that is you're you're the type of person in this sense where it's like you're trying to prove yourself is it to yourself or i think just to yourself that you can do this and there's a lot against you do you know what I mean the, the odds are against you in this in this regards do you know what i mean like it's not an easy route whatever route you're gonna take and whatever route you're taking I don't really know you obviously that well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Ten of Wands is again, so you have the Ten of Swords, which is like complete ending or something. Seven of Wands is like you're trying to fight and prove yourself on this mountain, on this hill. Then you have the Ten of Wands, which is you're holding too much burden. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the advice here is simple, is that what's dead and gone needs to be dead and gone. Don't keep carrying it with you to the next step. Because mm -hmm. all it's going to do is slow you down in the process. Do you know what I mean? And you might not be very aware of these dead and like gone things. Like, do you know how we were just talking about like, uh, star signs? You were saying like when th something's there. That's true in a relationship aspect, but it doesn't have to be a relationship. It's your own self. Mm -hmm. You might be carrying guilt or, you know, things from your past, that, things that didn't work. Let's say you did, I don't know what you've done in the past, like apart from you know, this podcast, which is mm -hmm. you know, going great. But like, let's say you tried to do something else and it didn't work, right? You have this thing in the back of your head like, okay, well, I need to be cautious about this. If I did this, it could have happened differently. That type of stuff, you might not think about it all the time, but it's sitting mm, there in the back. That's like, true. It's like, it's like when you go to do something similar, you'll be like, oh, but it didn't work like last time. No, it could work. You're a very different person than you were last well, time. Well, that's literally my thoughts. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think that's the advice coming through for you. But yeah, do you have any questions you want to ask us specifically? Um, like no, I think... Um, it, it, I feel like it's very on point. Boy, yeah. <laughs> you like my fucking hope so. <laughs> I'm alive. Well, no, I'm like up. obviously not everything happened, yeah, exactly. or like it really depends on who the characters yeah. are in this story. But yeah, just kind of like it's more. It's, I think with you, it's a lot of mental. It is. It's not about. I'm not seeing like. Like, like I told you, if I saw other people like malice energies or someone, someone like kind of persuading you against, I didn't see that. You're very strong-willed. Like, there is not much influence on other people. Yeah. Um, you take advice from other people, but you don't let it govern your... Your decision is your decision. That's I true. I see that. Yeah. Very clearly. Facts. 
what I'm seeing here is your own self. Like the less you carry with you to the next step, the next opportunity that's going to come forward, which is what we saw this, the first part, mm-hmm. the more easier the transition is, but also the more you're going to excel in it, right? I'm not saying don't learn from your mistakes. Definitely learn from them. But that's what you've done. You've learned from the mistakes. So don't get to that step, next pit stop and be yeah. like, well, last time it didn't happen. Well, last time it didn't happen because it was a very different situation, very different time. I think I know what this is all about. So I don't, but yeah. You yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's honestly pretty chill energy. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love this. Woo! <laughs> Let me know about that and if that person is stalking you when it happens. Yeah, I would love to know also. When it happens, I, if I'm, I'm expecting a DM, like Zane, he's a rich Arab guy in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm packing my bags, I'm moving. <laughs> nah. Um, we'll see. Well, I'm definitely going to keep in touch with you. I'm going to let you know. Yeah. But, wow, we could really talk for uh, some time. Yeah, I've noticed we just we just talk. We just talk. No, You're great. like, actually, the first interview I do where I don't have any topics written down. But it, I think you just like... It's like nice. It's very conversational, very that. chill. And actually, what it's making me feel is that I need to do that a lot more in my other episodes. So brilliant. Um, like have, like you said, like you know, you can have like the key points and then yeah. just let freestyle. Because you've done this now for a while, right? I so. think what I like struggle with the most is most of my income comes from Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're trying to say things or do things for the clicks mm-hmm. you go against your own will i get you i get you I get do you, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so sometimes i feel like i'm like but is this me really though so i i'm uh-huh. like hard on myself and but the thing is, is i feel like you've also built like you've done this now for so long right yeah that maybe try and like lean on your experience now like i yeah like, like we just did right now right like you the questions you bounced we bounced like you knew bounced on me was super thoughtful they weren't even like each question was like extremely like thought out. Like I would not have known that you did not have this planned out. Does that make sense? Like it comes across like you've had this like Thank you. Out. And I think this is a testimony to like experience. The more experienced you are, the more you're able to read the person that you're having mm-hmm. and kind of gauge what you're gonna ask next. Yeah. Right? And perhaps try that. You, again, what like yes, like you said, you get most of like the income from Snapchat, right? Yeah. But the thing is it's like maybe taking that risk once like try it with someone else and if you if it ends up kicking off yeah at the end of the day you're gonna you want to make an income being you right regardless genuine authentic self yeah you can make an income not being you but then that's not gonna last long term right yeah you want to build something out of this you don't i I assume right yeah so there's no better selling factor than selling yourself yeah you got this. I love you, Zane. No, oh love you my too. god, thank you so no much worries. for coming on. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> this was so fun. Um, where can they find you? Put your Instagram. Oh, my Instagram. Like yeah. Zane Amro. Zane Amro. Wait, can we spell it? <laughs> yeah, spell it. <laughs> okay. So Z E I N A M R O. And then I guess there's like a TikTok, which is the same. Okay. So DM him if you want to get a reading done. And uh, yeah, this was such an amazing episode. I'm so happy you no, came. Anytime. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. Anytime. I'm sweating Thank you. like a break.